All right, welcome to Five Minute Fridays, man. We got Terika. She is back, man. And uh, I had a question on finding the right contractor because they all be lying. They all be doing weird <laughs> stuff. They all take longer than they're supposed to take. Terika, how do we find the right contractor? Yeah, so um, that is such a great question. And I'm going to give you guys a few points. Um, the first thing I do whenever I'm looking for a contractor is I check my circle. Right. Um, I like to use contractors who are, you know, who have done work for people that I know that I can actually look, um, go take a look at people that I trust. Um, that's like very important. So like they come highly recommended and or friend recommended, then number one, that is a very good sign with a contractor. Um, the second thing is that, you know, um, whenever I schedule an appointment, if they show up, past that appointment time, that is the first red flag for me because that means they're going to show up at my job whenever they want. So for instance, you know, I had a situation where, you know, I had an interview with a contractor. He was coming to check out a property and I kept calling him. He like, Oh, I'm right around the corner. I'm such and such. I'm such and such. I'm gonna be there. Well, 30 minutes later, he just now pulling up and he said, Oh, I'm so sorry. I got caught up at another job. Well, the excuses start then, not on the job site. So for me, that is a big red flag. The third thing is this. I know that this is going to be surprising for some, but I look inside their work truck. If their work truck is a wreck, that is how they're going to have your job site. That means it is going to be very unorganized. They're going to have material all over the place. You're not going to be able to find anything, and it becomes a hazard, which means a liability for you as an investor. And if somebody get hurt on that job site, then, you know, you're going to be the one responsible for it. The third thing, um, well, not the third thing, but another thing that I'm looking at whenever I'm looking at contractors is their license. They have to bring me their license. Not only, not only their license, they have to bring me their insurance policy. And what I'm doing is I'm having an insurance company check to see if there's been any claims filed against this contractor. If there's claims filed against this contractor and he haven't told you that he's involved in a claim, nine times out of ten, he's probably done something at the job site that an investor is not happy with. And, you know, um, it's going to end in um, litigation. So I'm always looking at, you know, that I'm checking their licenses. I'm checking their insurance. The next thing I'm asking them is, have they ever been sued? Why do I ask that question? Because I run their name at the courthouse as well. I don't want to work with a contractor who has been sued by another investor. Nine times out of 10, again, whenever there's breadcrumbs, you can follow the trail and sure enough, you'll be able to see the clear picture. Um, and I also ask contractors, have they ever filed a mechanics lien against an investor? Why is that? Because when they claim they don't get paid for work, they can put a mechanics lien on your property and then you won't be able to sell your property until you pay that off. So I like to look at the court of records to see if they have any type of mechanic liens or anything like that going on, you know, um, with other investors. Relationships with contractors are very important. And if contractors um, cannot give you references, if they cannot point you to somebody who you can physically go and communicate with and talk with and, and check their report, then nine, nine times out of 10, they're going to be a red flag. And then the last deciding factor for me whenever I'm looking at contractors is I am looking at their scope of work and how detail-oriented they are. If a contractor just say, look, pay me 50% to start, 
and they scope of work is very shady. Number one, I don't pay 50% to no contractor. Um, I also have a clause in my contract where if they are a day late, then I start charging them $100 per day that they are late. So if they are, you know, reluctant to sign that contract, again, that's a red flag. Um, And then I think the most important thing with a contractor, and this is for anybody that you're going to work with, build a relationship with them so it's not just a one-off relationship. But if you come across a contractor that have all of that stuff going on, their car not clean, they're not on time, their scope of work is shady, they're asking for 50%, nine times out of 10, that's going to be a contractor that's going to cause you a lot of problems. So do me a favor. Don't be afraid to vet your contractor. Don't be afraid to ask questions. Let's go. And make sure you go follow Female Real Estate Guru on Instagram. Female Real Estate Guru. That's our five minutes, y'all. Share this with somebody, all right? I'll see y'all next week.